the keyhole. A man went to a hotel and walked to the front desk to check in. The woman at the desk gave him his key and told him that on the way to his room, there was a door with no number that was locked and no one was allowed in there. Especially, no one should look inside the room under any circumstances. So he followed the instructions of the woman at the front desk, going straight to his room and going to bed. The next night, his curiosity would not leave him alone about the room with no number on the door. He walked down the hall to the door and tried the handle. Sure enough, it was locked. He bent down and looked through the wide keyhole. Cold air passed through it, chilling his eye. When he saw was a hotel bedroom, like his, and in the corner was a woman whose skin was completely white. She was leaning her head against the wall, facing away from the door. He stared in confusion for a while. He almost knocked on the door, out of curiosity, but decided not to. This disinclination saved his life. He crept away from the door and walked back to his room. The next day, he returned to the door and looked through the wide keyhole. This time, all he saw was red. He couldn't make out anything besides the distinct red color, unmoving. Perhaps the inhabitants of the room knew he was spying the night before and had blocked the keyhole with something that was red. At this point, he decided to consult the woman at the front desk for more information. She sighed and said, Did you look through the keyhole? The man told her that he had, and she said, Well, I might as well tell you the story. A long time ago, a man murdered his wife in that room, and her ghost haunts it. But she's not very ordinary. She seems to be white all over, except for her eyes. Which are extremely red. Alright, so Event Horizon. Talk about our overall thoughts right off the bat here. <clears throat> Jason, I'm gonna start with you. What you think overall of Event Horizon? It's a really good movie. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, okay. Like, um, I, I know I said that little remark in the beginning. Um, uh, like when I was like, dislikes, it's an old movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was impressed. It it uh, took my expectations and uh, it destroyed them. It was a good movie. Hell yeah. Brandon? Well, I had seen this movie before and it was definitely a movie that I enjoyed watching even a second time. It was nice. Um, it's definitely like a movie that hasn't, like it's an acquired taste for sure. Yeah. Remo- I'm, Jace, how'd you feel about the movie? I fucking loved this movie. Yeah. Not even gonna lie. I had a blast the entire time. Because... I'd been obsessed with this movie without ever having seen it because I loved the premise of it and I'd watched like plenty of people that kind of analyzed it at times and it only ever seemed interesting to me. And I heard a lot of people say like, well, it actually hasn't aged well. They said that there's a lot of parts that are really cheesy and then apparently it's like a really good, terrible movie. And I was like, well, that sounds disappointing, but I always wanted to watch it just to kind of have my own opinion and I completely disagree with like all of them this movie was amazing (laughs) in my opinion like yes there were certain things that could have been done better but overall i it was a pleasant experience for me as a horror movie i mean with it having the late 90s early 2000s look and feel where things are just really visceral and like gruesome to look at because for some reason during that era they were able to pull off stuff that just looked freakier 
so I think that that movie, I think Event Horizon pulled that off amazingly well. Um, so overall, no, loved it. So when it comes to nitpicking, I don't think I'm going to have much to do of that. I have like certain specific moments in scenes where I'm like, that could have been done differently, I guess. I think where I mostly will be kind of saying things, I guess you could say are against it, or whenever I say, I want to see the movie remade, and I want to see different things expanded upon, I guess. But I'll get to that in a minute, because I know, Jason, you were taking notes, so I want to hear some of them. <laughs> uh, should I start with, I, I, I do, okay, so I know I said I like the movie. I, I, for some reason, do have a little more. I guess the dislike list is longer. Okay. I guess because of maybe because I had more to say when it comes to, like, but, I mean, overall, I have an extremely positive outlook on the movie. Okay. So, I mean, the di- like a dislike list isn't really a to basically to show how much I like the movie, basically. Right. Yeah. Which is what I should say. So are you <clears throat> saying that, that the dislike list is longer than it was for Hereditary? Or? Oh, no. Hereditary is way longer. <laughs> <laughs> so you That's enjoyed this mean. movie a lot more than Hereditary. I enjoyed this way more than Hereditary. Um, not to say Hereditary was a bad movie. Yeah. I like I like the second half. I just didn't care too much for the first half. I got you. Um, so, but for this movie... Um, the first thing I wrote down, which I obviously started to understand, uh, I guess I wrote it down before I, I, I understood, um, was uh, I wrote down that it doesn't make any sense why the doctor would, wouldn't admit that he kept saying uh, seeing his wife even after everyone else saw something. But I, I, I once as the movie progressed, I had realized that you know the, the, the ship already had a hold on him. Yeah. So he wasn't saying anything on purpose. Yeah. Um, which, to be completely honest, I have a little theory that he he was having because he had that dream before he was even on the ship about his wife. Yes. Yeah, so I think the ship had a hold on him before they even got on it. So like maybe be, maybe there was some kind of mental connection there through his wife because since she was on the ship, whenever it went into yeah, because he built it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's already that <clears throat> that bond with the fact that it was his idea to create the ship. He already feels guilty for her being on the ship in this happening. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that only would have made it stronger, I guess. Yeah. So, that's what I think. Uh, my next thing was I really didn't like that they had these super advanced ships that could jump through space and time itself. <clears throat> And yet they still used for freaking CDs. Yeah. I did not like that. When I saw her pulling a CD out of a CD drive, I was like, what the hell? Now, obviously, <laughs> that's because the movie came out in 1997. I know, so. but to come up with some futuristic way of holding yeah. data. Yeah, I mean, because, <laughs> I mean, it could have been something like how in the 2005 Doom movie, they had, like, the little, yeah. like, data disc things yeah. that were, like, little, like, gelatin sticks or some shit. Like, yeah. that looks more futuristic, you know? Yeah. Literally, it could look like a fucking um, flash drive. Yeah. Just plug something in, download the data, pull it out. Yeah. I mean, that's more futuristic than a CD. Yeah. My opinion. <laughs> At least it um, wasn't a floppy disk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess back in the day, like, the CD was pretty futuristic. I guess, yeah. Ish, yeah. Um, um, I didn't like... 
which um, we, we express this during the movie as well. I didn't like the scene where Cooper unplugs his hair, his air. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't like when he unplugged his air and uses his freaking oxygen as a jetpack. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He purged the tanks to propel himself forward. Yeah. Yeah. For one, they purged all of his air. You literally see it go all the way down. Yeah. And you also see how far he went out. Yeah. Like, for one, the gravity of the ship would have brought him in. <laughs> I mean, no, the gravity of, of the planet of the planet would have brought him in. He wouldn't have floated away from the planet. They were in the planet's atmosphere. <clears throat> and for two, he was so far away that you couldn't even see the ship anymore. Yeah. How did he steer it to the exact freaking spot where the ship was? Well, because if you think about it, they even had trouble finding the ship when they first showed up to it because exactly. it was like... Because they you know, shrouded it. in all the clouds and everything. Yeah, because it's all in the atmosphere. Yeah. So the gravity, for one, the gravity would took the ship anyways. But I'm not, I'm not going to dive into that. They have fucking, they have ships that can jump through space and time. I'm sure they can figure out a way to stay, like stabilize their ship in gravity. Yeah, yeah. But he could not see the ship. So how did he use his oxygen as a jetpack to get to the exact spot where the ship was? Yeah, I think that entire scene is misguided. <laughs> I mean, yes. and old dude can hold his breath for a long time. It should have either been he died in the explosion that sent him flying out, or he managed to find a way to get around the explosion, not been sent out and have yes. to fly back. Yes. I would have liked it to where um, he was on the opposite side of the ship where the explosion was, Yeah, and like he, uh, he turned off his freaking magnetic boots and jumped towards the other ship. Yeah. And then magnetic boots on top of that ship. Also... I would have liked that better. The fact that... He calls out, I'm coming back, motherfuckers. Like, yeah, it yeah. just seemed like it was <clears throat> a line from like a really cheesy comedy. Yeah, yeah, like, I know he was the comedic relief, but at this point in time, he should be fearing for his life. Yes. Not like saying a catchphrase. Yeah. yeah He's exactly. like, man, why does all this, why does this shit kind of shit happen to me? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, okay, this isn't supposed to be funny right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so, but yes, that, that, that's the cheesiest scene in the entire movie right there. Yeah. I think, okay, so when it comes to cheesy scenes, that was one of my complaints is that there, there were where I saw where people analyzing it and saying there's a whole lot of cheesy scenes. I was like, well, there's really not. Yeah. But there are some that stood out to me, and both of them involved Sam Neill, which was uh, Dr. Weir. And I actually really enjoy Sam Neill as an actor, but the scene whenever he first sees his wife when she's sitting in the chair and he first sees that she has no oh, eyes. yeah, I had a problem with that too. And he goes, oh! <laughs> like, and there's no expression change on his face whatsoever. That I was like, and then after he turns into like full demon form, and Lawrence Fishburne hits the detonator, and it shows like his face. He reaches out and it zooms in. It looked terrible. (laughs) So bad. He was just no. Should not have done that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, He gained super strength in his like. Let's just call it a demon form. Because I mean, right? It's his evil form. The ship turned him turned him into a demon, pretty much. Um. But he had like superhuman strength. When um, Cooper, um, no, when he, the Doctor Ware, when he yeah. shot that that device into that glass mm-hmm. and it busted it open and the oxygen was leaving the ship, Doctor Ware was not strong enough to hold on. to hold on, and he had superhuman strength. And yeah, Miller but could. Miller and uh, the blonde chick, I forgot uh, her name. Stark. Stark, they were both strong enough to pull themselves out of that room. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that, well, I mean, that scene I was also kind of complaining while it was going on. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Because not only does Lawrence Fishburne find a way to, like, tightrope his way back into that one, like, room where the door's closing, yeah. he then holds himself on that door and then with one hand still reaches out to grab for Stark. And I'm like, there's no way he'd have that much control. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, if Weir got literally sucked out of that window, like, nah. <laughs> also, it was kind of weird to me that... So he's pointing it at um, at Miller, right? Yeah. The, the like kind of harpoon nail, a harpoon gun. nail gun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Miller says, "If you miss, you're gonna shoot straight through the hole of the ship." And he says, "Well, what make, makes you think I'll miss?" And then as soon <laughs> <Yeah>. as <laughs> as soon as um, Cooper, oh, yeah, Cooper hits the window, he just turns and shoots through the window. Yeah, yeah. and misses and Mrs. Cooper. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like if you didn't want to pierce the hull of the ship, but was totally okay with. Yeah, I don't understand okay. it. Also, why was there a window <laughs> in this spaceship? Well, no. The the main problem is why was that able to pierce it from yeah. like fifty feet away? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that whole scene is kind of like. Because you can tell that's where it was starting to get rushed, where they were like, oh, "We kind of sure. we need drama. We need something yeah. to happen here." Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, that's that's the things that I didn't like about the movie. Um, I mean, obviously, some of the things were out of their control. Mm-hmm. Like some of the death scenes were kind of like when the ship exploded. Yeah. And I mean, Cooper didn't die, but like the ragdoll effects of their bodies, and like oh, yeah. um, I don't remember the. What's the girl's name who who fell from that high place after seeing her? After uh, seeing her kid? The one doctor that was in medical the entire time. Yes. Oh God. Yeah, I couldn't think of her name. I either. can't remember off the top of my head, but she was the one that yeah she kept seeing her son. Yeah. And um, but basically when she when she <clears throat> fell down and hit the that grate the grate yeah like. It was like her body imploded from the end, like from the inside. I actually liked the effect because it looked so fucking brutal to me. Yeah, but that would not have happened. No, but I mean, it worked for me. <laughs> like the way she yeah. hit and how terrible that looked, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I mean, it definitely did. Yeah, it was weird. They had the spikes everywhere around, and I thought for sure someone was gonna get. <laughs> and they didn't. Yeah, and they didn't. Yeah, so as well. Um, also, the inconsistencies when it comes to like, uh, so when when um, Justin. Um, was letting himself out into the to the to the outer space, right? Um, he, the air, kind of like went out slowly, and he slowly drifted out of the ship. Yeah. But whenever that window broke, everything was it's, rushing yeah. out like super quickly. Well, and also whenever it was doing the slow way, like we saw his veins like constricting and everything. Yeah. And then like his eyes started bleeding. Yeah. And none of that happened whenever the window was shot out. Nope. So <laughs> none of it. <laughs> Once again, a product of a rush. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Yeah, you, mm. It's like yeah. the the people who originally worked on it, they either got really lazy or just like someone else. They brought in someone else. Like, I'm sure there was a bunch of reshoots and everything cuz from what I know, the studio was like we have to change a lot about this movie. Because whenever Paul Anderson initially shot this movie, it 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 was what was the way they described it? It was like they called it like the Ben Hur of horror movies because of how long it was, and then they said it was so brutal and violent in certain scenes that they were like, it, it literally can't be shown in theaters. Because huh. that scene of the doctor who would see her son all the time, whenever she sees his legs, 
the shot that we see was actually supposed to be a lot longer, and we were supposed to like see like maggots eating his legs and shit. Oh my god. Yeah. So like, and the studio was like, "No, we're not doing that. No." So they took that out, and then of course, like they cut like a whole hour out. Oh so, my god. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's Peters, by the way. <clears throat> Peters. Okay. Yes, that's the. Uh, the one that keeps seeing her son. Yes. That okay. Female. Yeah. Um. So like, I mean, so that's that's the dislikes, which that seems kind of long. Yeah, but, but overall, like I really like the soundtrack. I really like the story. The whole oh yeah, the, the whole the, the, the <laughs> I can't think of the right word. The premise. Yes, basically that. Um, but I mean, like you know, you know. Okay, cool. We we figured out the the warp drive, and by the way, the science of everything is nice. I really yeah. like how they brought you know. Because that's an actual thing. The math yeah. checks out. You can. All we need to do is know how to build a freaking warp drive. Yep. And we can. It's amazing. Um, you basically create a, a wormhole to. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it's really cool. Um, but like. Um, <clears throat> but like. It's it's really cool that the they, the, the ship goes. You know. They, they leave. Yeah. But it's. it's I would have never expected it to actually go to hell. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like I would have never expected it to tear a hole in the universe itself and then go into a different dimension. Yeah, would have never expected that. And, and I love it, that it does that. And then it brought a piece of hell back. Yes, which is really cool. No, I so that's one thing that I am so in love with about this movie is the idea that you know they're like we're gonna we're we're messing with physics basically, and then that's the price that it costs them is like they go to a different dimension and it's hell. Like, what? Mm-hmm. And the fact that they do bring something back, and it's never really made clear what they bring back. Because we don't see anything physical. We do see the one time when that door closes and you see something pounding on it. We don't see what it is. And they right. see, you know, for, uh, a life form all over the ship, you know. Well, but we never know what it is. Until, uh, until you see the video logs, <clears throat> um, and then the people, like, all turn into their, like, creepy evil yeah. demonic forms well that video log too like that was one thing they had to cut down on a lot because there were certain shots that the studio was like that will never be shown in the theater because there's a shot of what looks like a guy eating something yes yeah it so was probably another person <laughs> it's someone's else like intestines oh my god yeah um and then there's a scene where a guy's getting pegged by a girl like they have him bent over something and they're just like shoving shit up his ass oh my god yeah like it was just Damn. yeah it was just a whole scene of like them torturing and killing each other and oh. then the captain obviously tears out his own eyes and does the whole latin phrase which that's another thing that I do want to touch on is the latin phrase at some point because it's actually completely interpreted the wrong way in the movie from what that phrase is actually supposed to mean sadly hmm. but, well it it is really cool that they did bring the, the latin in there i really 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 like that all the scary scenes yeah, like they 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 weren't they didn't feel forced. Yeah, they sounded. I mean, they they felt good. Um, like even the even the jump scares, there was a couple of them, and I didn't mind them at all. Yeah, you know they they I think they were did very well. Um, uh, the, the the movie was scary. Yeah, <laughs> it had a and freaky feel to it yeah, the whole time. It had that little water that blood water scene that you you're yeah. like oh here's the shining. Yeah, so there was that, and then. And then uh, when Doctor Ware 
got all those markings all over his face, all those cuts. <clears throat> that was creepy looking. It felt like like that reminded me of um Oh, what's that movie where the guy has nails all over his face? Pinhead. Oh, Pinhead. Yes. No, okay. I'm loving that you're saying that because this movie has been described as Pinhead in space, Hellraiser in space, basically. Yeah. So, nice. and that's literally kind of what it is because Pinhead. Hellraiser, yeah. Yeah, Hellraiser has like that same kind of visceral horror mm-hmm. that's gory like that and just horrifying to look at. Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah, I feel the same exact way with that. <clears throat> now, one scene that I thought was creepy too, that I think they did really well with the suspense and a really well done jump scare, is whenever Weir's crawling through all the like the lit up green yes. shit. That's it already looked cool, and then when he hears all the whispering, and then you see the lights going down and coming back up, going down, and you see his wife start crawling through the darkness at times. That was creepy as hell. Mm-hmm. And then they keep making you think like, oh, something's gonna pop up when the lights come back on, and they do it over and over, over and over, and then finally she's there. And I thought that worked really well. I love that scene. I will say, um, and I could have been just reading into it too much, Mm -hmm. but it was kind of weird, and I was trying to figure out exactly why. So, you know, when Dr. Weird, like, turns into a demon and has all the, like, lacerations on his face and stuff. Well, the guy that they saw floating also had ripped out his own eyes and had the same like lacerations all over his face and stuff the previous captain right i think yeah the previous captain but that was the only like person they actually had seen right yeah okay because they don't even see anyone other than from the previous crew they see the remains and then in one of those remains remember we were like is that a face Every time that I would see it in the background, it literally looks like the torso of a person is attached to one of those, like, gory spots. So. Okay. But they never really touched on that being, like, oh, Why this are all to- of them <laughs> mush? Yeah, I mean, they say, like, oh. well, what happened here? But they don't be like, oh, that's the top of a person's body. So I, I think, like, you know those places on the ships that look like, um, that look like they're, like, like blood and, like. We, we saw one point where it looked like there was a skull into like on the side. That's what I'm saying. That's what you're talking about. Well, I think we know we don't want to know what I think that is. What? I think that's a piece of hell. Oh yeah. Fused into the ship, so it changes what the ship looks like. Oh okay, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Talking about what the ship looks like, the set design of this movie. Oh, really good. Great. Amazing. Really good. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna try and figure out what the budget was for that movie. Oh yeah, because you were talking about you were like, I wonder what the budget is, because I was like. You think it's a big one or a small one? I think it's a pretty big budget. Which, as yeah. far as I as far as I remember, the budget did get messed with as well, where like half their budget was taken away when they were making the movie. Really? Yeah. So like, what they did was with half of what they were supposed to have. Well, it was sixty million. Damn! So they were supposed to have one hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. Well, in box office, they made forty-two. Damn! So they didn't even make it back. That sucks. That doesn't make any sense either, because this movie is. Amazing. <laughs> well, I'm sure over time they've. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, no, that doesn't make sense. I was about to say, like, maybe people back then didn't like scary movies that much, but no, nah, people were all about yeah. scary movies. Yeah, but they were controversial, though. Like, it was not. Not everybody loved those types of scary movies. Like, this is back whenever, like, video games were ending up in, like, meetings in Congress where people were like, we should probably shelter people from seeing certain <laughs> things. Right. Yeah. So, and with a movie like this, especially if it was going to be in its original form, it probably would have had the same situation where, like, only, like, we can't let certain people see this, basically. Yeah. Certain demographics. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, 
anything in particular that I really didn't like. And no. Overall, I think this movie is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I think they did a good job with, with most of it. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, I did really like the hell is only a word scene. Yes. That was like badass. Yeah, because Lawrence is like, I know, hell. And he's like, hell's only a word. You know nothing. Like, he's like, reality is far worse. Let me show you. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. that scene where he says, let me show you, and you see all the like quick cuts and everything, that's supposed mm-hmm. to be longer and more graphic. Um. But, I mean, I think it's fine as it is because it's already, like, when you're looking at it. But (laughs) there's just something about those certain scenes that are just insane. And when it comes to, like, how I love the way things sound in the movie, the original audio recording they get from the ship where they're like, this is what we heard. And you just hear, like, the demonic growling and the screaming and everything. That just sounds terrifying to me. You know what? We never got to see what that whatever that was hitting the door so strong like yeah. like so hard that it was denting the damn thing. Yep. We never got to see what that was. Well yeah, and Dr. Weir was like immediately like open, open the, the door. door. Yeah. 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 I really enjoyed the scene where he's like, We're going home, damn it and then he goes back into the dark I, I am home. home. Yeah. That was good. Well he says he says uh he's like, You can't leave. She, she won't, won't let, let you leave. Yeah. And so I guess he's talking about his wife. I guess because that's who he is. Because he was he was talking about the ship as a she too. Like, isn't okay. she beautiful? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think I don't think he really cared for his wife anymore. Well, well, I don't know because I think he had kind of put merged his wife and the ship kind of into the same like thoughts. Kind of he might have because when he ends up having the the vision of her later on where she kills herself. I mean, he's like breaking down. Yeah. And he's like, please not again. Like, don't make me, don't do this again. Which that was the first time he showed it in the mo- they showed it in the movie. So I think he was having those visions. At yeah. Home. Well, have Ooh. have they actually? Okay, here's the deal. Did they actually say she was on the crew of yeah. the ship, yeah. or or did, is that something that we just th- put together and she actually just killed herself because he would put so much time into his work? So I'm trying to remember because. Of me and watching the analysis of the movies before, I remember them saying that she was on the crew, okay. but I don't remember it actually being said in the movie because he never says it to any of the crew members right. that he's working with. And the only thing we know is that, which I think should have been revealed the crew to at least one went of them, missing. And in the beginning of the movie, when he is, uh, he wakes up from like a, a nightmare, and or no, is it a nightmare he's having? Yes. And he wakes up, yeah, and then he sees the picture of his wife and is like, uh, "I miss you," and I'm. I'm sorry. Well, I think Jason might have some merit with uh, his theory where he's having the visions at home because he had the nightmare about the event horizon with that same, uh, the previous captain who had the marks right. all over him yep. before they ever got there. Yeah. yeah, before they... Before they even left the orbit of Earth. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. They were still home. So there had to have been something where he was like getting those visions beforehand. Yeah. And uh, before, he had the vision of his uh, wife... Um, like before they were even on, at Uranus, Uranus. Neptune. Neptune, Neptune. Neptune. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but remember, before they even got to the ship, as yep. soon as he was getting out of his uh, his uh, little stasis rack, pod, his yeah. little stasis pod, like he had that vision immediately. Yep. I mean, there, yeah, there had to have been some kind of weird connection there, but because as far as like the rest of the crew knows, the only connection he has is the fact that he built the ship. Right. So. Shit. So he knew the entire time. 
Yeah. Because he would not well, he would not let them look into anything. Yeah. I don't think he knew where it went. But I think that, like, because he tells them, like, yeah, none of this was true when they, they talk about the fact that what was published, uh, what was known to the public was that it blew up and that everyone died. Mm-hmm. And he was like, none of that's true. It just disappeared. And we had no idea where it went. God, that would suck. I know. Could you imagine being alive in hell? See, that, and that's why it was like, when we were watching, I was like, I want to see a prequel where we have that original crew going on this mission, and I want to see them go to hell. Like, oh, what would that look like? That would be sick. I know. That would be sick. But then we'd have to see the what all they do to each other. Yeah. So, <laughs> another yeah. movie that would be like NC-17, they'd be like, yeah, kids can't exactly. go anywhere even near this thing. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, these kids probably, probably would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd have been one of those kids. Like, I'd have been <laughs> like, no, I have to see this. Like... <laughs> Okay, yeah. so she wasn't on the crew of the ship then. What? So that's what I was... Okay. So I think what it was is his wife had just committed suicide due to, like... Him being away from... With work, because he says, yeah, I let exactly. my work get in the way of us. Yeah. And that's why I was thinking that maybe she wasn't on the crew of the ship, because it, the, like, suicide scene wouldn't make sense. How would he know that she committed suicide if she was on the crew of the yeah. ship? Yeah. Unless he was having visions of it. That makes sense. Right. Um, because, like, uh, he... I guess the movie just makes us think she was on the crew. Yeah. Right. Um, like, we kind of put that together at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, because we ourselves. see that vision of New Horizon. And he keeps and, seeing her on the ship. And then, like, we, we see that vision of, of, of the New Horizon. And then it cuts to in his bedroom where it he picks up the picture of her. And yeah. Like, I miss you. Like, oh, the ship disappeared. Mm-hmm. He misses his wife. She was on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to look for her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well... I guess I guess they had to do it that way, to 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 make you think, oh, he's 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 this intense of staying on the ship yeah. because he wants to find his wife. Yeah, he never says it, but the, but you piece it together that way. Yeah. But what's really happening is that he does just doesn't want them to leave the ship because the ship has such a hold on him. Yes. Yeah, because exactly. every time that like I think it's like two different times where we see the core and him like, well, there's multiple times where he'll be sitting there and then. He'll just kind of be like holding his head, and then you'll see the core flash kind of like in his mind. Yeah, exactly. And then we had the shots of it, like his pupil basically being the core and everything. And yeah, as soon as they got onto the ship, one of the very first scenes is him in the room with the core yeah. after that had happened to Justin. And you see that, like, the core flash in his eyes. Yeah. Which is the same thing you see with Peters before she goes and chases her son down. Yep. But I, it's weird because... I kind of I kind of think that Dr. Weir already had some of this like like weird evilness mm-hmm. at the beginning like being so infatuated with this ship and stuff and then him having those nightmares before they even go on the trip to try and rescue the the people. But they play it off as him being the main character at first and that he's going to be the one that you're rooting for exactly. until they get to the ship. Right. Then all of a sudden he changes. Yeah. yeah. I think <clears throat> I think he had to have had something happen to him during the testing yeah. or during something. I, maybe he himself took a trip to hell. I and, mean, and then like, ah, that would be crazy. That would be too much. But I don't know because if he had been there, he probably would have had been in the same catatonic state that Justin was. Right. Yeah. Unless it wasn't him. Unless he was sent back <laughs> and oh. his entire mission was to bring more people to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So one thing I wanted to say was uh, if, if this movie were to ever be remade, one thing I'd want to see is Dr. Weir being a more sympathetic character. I would want us to feel bad whenever it gets to the scene where he pulls his own eyes out. I'd want you to be cheering. You, you would, I would want it to be where you want him to overcome the darkness. Yeah, they kind of make him the, like, I don't know. He's it's like a secondary antagonist. For. Yeah, exactly, through the whole movie, and it just yeah. builds on itself. As soon as they get to the ship, his attitude changes, and yeah, exactly. I wouldn't want that to be the case in the remake. I'd want him to still be, like, of a sound mind for the most part. But and then see him slowly sh- turn. Show him yeah. fighting it at times. Yes. And then when at, when he finally gives in, I want it to be a moment where you're like, no, like, damn it. That would be good. Yeah, because right? from the moment that Justin comes back from where he says the places. The other place, been, yeah. Yeah, the other place. Um, from that moment on, like, you already know that Dr. Weir is going to be some sort of antagonist. Yeah. Some sort of bad guy because he's, like, dismissing everything that, yep. that they're saying. Um, well, well, well. He calls um, Cooper delusional. Yeah. yeah, I mean. So I. So here's my here's my my theory. So this was my theory at first. Um, the, I I didn't think he was a bad guy. Yeah. I just think he really wanted to find his wife. Yeah. Because because the movie makes you think that the wife is in in the ship. Right. So that that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Whenever he was dismissing everybody, saying that Cooper was delusional and everything. I think, oh man, this dude just doesn't want to leave the ship because he really wants to find his wife. Yeah. And the thing is, is like whenever he first sees Peters after she died, he's actually like, oh no. And he goes to her and he's like, yeah, he's actually like, oh my God, which is why he needs to be a sympathetic character. And this is, he shouldn't be antagonistic. This is right after I'm already home. Yeah. Right after he does that weird ass fucking thing. Which should be the final turn. Yes. Like that should be like, now you know he's like, going to be and then obviously the actual initial like a final where he finally gives in would be where he turns his eyes out but that should be like a oh fuck kind of thing yeah exactly it's it's very weirdly timed because he does the um i'm already home or this is my home and then he goes and sees peter's there but then he goes to the ship and plants the bomb yeah after he tears his eyes back from the ship yeah Yeah. Yeah. i kind of feel like maybe that Maybe that scene was meant to be after, yeah. The after the I'm already home, right? Minus the tearing eyes out part. Yeah, yeah. Now the the scene where he goes and puts the bomb on the Lewis and Clark. Whenever oh god, what's the guy's name? When he finds it, Smith. Smith. Whenever he finds it, the the look on his face whenever he realizes he has five seconds, is great. Yeah. yeah. I think that realization of I'm gonna die, There's no hope, and then he closes his eyes and put his yeah put his face down like a kid about to get a whooping. Yes, and like that's a great moment. The only thing that undercuts it is if you actually look at that frame of the five seconds for too long. There's a disarm button. Right I know. Underneath it. <laughs> yeah, but 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 there's probably like a procedure you'd have to go through, and yeah. you wouldn't have enough time. And yeah, he didn't know what to, yeah. procedure. That's probably to start the disarm. Yeah, and that's yeah. the only thing I could find as like an excuse to like overlook that. <laughs> Because that scene is great, and I love it the way it is. You know, mm-hmm. if we could paint over the disarm so there's no possible way for <laughs> anyone to complain about it, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But, um, which is nothing. The acting in this movie, it, there are times where it's really good, and there are times where it's kind of spotty. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah, overall, I it never takes me out of it until Cooper fucking screams when he's flying back. That took me out of it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but most, most everything else is fine. Um, I wanted to talk about the, the Latin phrase. So he says, what, uh, liberate 
Tute Me yep. Ex Fieris or something yeah. like that. Yep. And they say it's save, save yourself you. from hell. But apparently, when you actually translate it, it is free yourself from the fire. From the fire, yeah, or from the flames. Yeah. So there was a whole theory that it's actually saying that going to hell is freeing yourself and that the real world is the fire. Because think about it. Whenever the, the pilot, the original pilot, when he pulls his eyes out, he's smiling in the video. And then whenever Weir says, where we're going, you don't need eyes to see. Like, basically as if, like, now hell, even though it's the realm of chaos, it's the only place with true clarity. So there's a whole theory about that. And there's also a theory that, like, the dimension they go to isn't actually, like, the hell we would imagine that it's just a, a realm of chaos. And I was like, I think it's creepier to think that it's actually hell. Well, but then that, that wouldn't really explain the video logs of them tearing each other like limb from limb. And It also wouldn't explain why there's a Latin phrase. Yeah. Because yeah. that has like a biblical like, yes. like thing yeah. to it. So Yeah. With the Latin, I can say that that is hell. Yeah. If, if, it, if there was never Latin there. Well, hang well, on. I mean, the flashbacks the, where yeah. he says, let me show you, and then you see a guy's, like, body getting a spike going through his entire body. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the mouth, the jaw was completely pulled off another head. Yeah. yeah. What I was going to, the, um, the the guy who was originally speaking, who, who warned everyone in Latin, he could speak Latin before that happened. So I think the Latin thing might have been just because that guy could speak Latin. Well, yeah, because, I mean, he ends up saying, like, Right before they're like the farewell, he yeah. says it in Latin. Yeah, right. So and then DJ was able to speak Latin on their crew. Yeah. So I think if if like if the person giving that message didn't know how to speak Latin, I think they would have said it in normal English. English. But so it could why be give, just realm of chaos, chaos, and not just the actual. But hell. why give that message in Latin? What the, is the actual like? Well, motive for that. Obviously the writer, but... <laughs> but but it, it gives you that actual like, evil feel to it. It does. It does. Which is why it's creepier to me to for it to be actual hell. Because for me, that's even harder to imagine than just saying a realm of chaos. But even, <laughs> even hell has some kind of structure. Yeah. So a realm of chaos that's not hell, that literally is pure chaos, there's no structure there. And literally anything can happen. And yeah, but also the guy was <clears throat> like... He was a demon whenever he said that. Like, so Looking of like course demon, he yeah. enjoys like hell because he had already pulled his eyes out and he was laughing whenever he said it. Yeah, in yeah. the video, because yeah, he was the only one not killing everyone else. Right, yeah. and he was just kind of laying back. Like, well, except for the person behind the camera who like turned to him. So, what if that was like the actual force that was in there that we haven't seen? Hmm. Because there was someone recording that entire thing. Because we saw them recording before where they're doing the farewell scene. And then all of a sudden, there's someone recording all this fuck shit that's happening. But we don't know who it is. Yeah. So, I mean, what if it was actually the force that we saw throughout the entire ship? Yeah. And the same force that tried to beat down that door. Yeah. Could be. And the, the thing is, so the, the, the argument of it just being pure chaos is also used because of the fact that Weir says hell is just a word. Yeah, exactly. Basically saying, like, you don't know what you're talking about. That was just a word given to this realm because they can't comprehend it. Right. Yeah. But but then he also, like, right afterwards says, the reality is so much worse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, and then he goes through the flashbacks, or, I mean, not the flashbacks, 
Um, the flashes of the yeah, like terrible the shit. Of this, yeah, exactly. Of people's heads on pikes and their yeah. bodies being like ripped apart. You see Justin like wrapped in barbed wire and shit. Yep. Like, Oof. Yeah. That would suck. So why does he sew his eyes shut? So um, I think that's like a, a play to the like where we're going. We don't need eyes. Yeah, like, but I mean, but he ripped them out, and initially it was just like holes. So I I honestly I think that was done by the director yeah. or the people who were in charge because you said that the the um the budget got cut. Yeah. So they probably sewed the eyes shut so they didn't have to do any more like, real any, effects any, with it. <laughs> any more effect work could have been. I mean, because yeah. there are times where the CGI in the movie is really good. And then there's certain yeah. times where it's kind of spotty. Yeah. Well, so like, like when Cooper is flying back, yeah. that was so bad. <laughs> it looks it's, terrible. It was yeah. almost as bad as in Hereditary. They're like swimming through the <laughs> yeah. air. But there are certain scenes of like every anytime the core is shown in that movie, it looks the great. Core was, oh, it looks yeah, the core absolutely. is really cool. Yeah. So I mean, that's why I feel like this movie had so much potential, and like to me, it kind of met its potential for the most part. Yeah. Even with half the budget taken and an hour taken out of the movie. Like, so for it to be a flop just doesn't make any sense to me. I know. Yeah. Maybe we should start a petition. For it to be remade? To have it remade. I would love that. Yeah, I don't think that's how petitions work, though. Like, if you uh, get 130 or 100,000 signatures, <laughs> someone will, like, be forced to remake it. Bro, did you, do you not? Well, did, I mean, did, it, did you not, do you not remember the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? I mean... Yeah, but I don't think they would like. But there was already a studio it. assigned to it that was making the movie. But right. if uh, if millions of people signed a petition to, have I was gonna that, say yeah, someone would see money potential. Like, yeah, exactly. Yes. So someone would remake it. So it probably it. wouldn't be a petition though, because petitioning is like you're trying to get something changed, not like look. I'm petitioning. I'm trying to get history changed with this fucking movie right now. Yeah. That's what look, I'm trying to do. Look. It's like I'm petitioning you to make a theme park. Look, look. People we could make, start. We could start a GoFundMe. Look, people make <laughs> petitions all the time now. So over anything. Yeah, let's I mean, make. It's just it, that wouldn't be a petition at that point. It would be something else, mm. not look a petition. What we could look. do, we could start a GoFundMe. So we build the we build the budget for right. this movie, and then we offer it to a studio. Be greater like, than dude, sixty million. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> get a go. We can sell candy bars down at Winn Dixie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this movie needs to be remade. It really does. But I still want it to have that early, that late 90s, early 2000s visceral shit. Yeah. I don't want like a modern take on the horror, really. I mean, certain things can be modernized, but that, it needs to look the same way when it comes to all the gory shit. Exactly. Yeah. Well, maybe not the same way. But like, but like, so like, I, I would want like, uh, like, let's say Dr. Ware. Mm -hmm. I want, I would want him to look almost the same. Yeah. Just maybe a little bit worse. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking that. But like, but but the same. Like, I don't want a CGI face. No, I want like practical effects. Practical effects. Yes, I want like the scene, the scenes where it's like the quick flashes of all the crazy shit. Where it's, that should be worse than it was. I mean, even if it's exactly the same as that, how do I'd be you okay make with it. Worse? I mean, I that was know, pretty well, bad. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty bad. But it was like everything was in like white frames yeah and i was like this is kind of weird because it wasn't like dark at all so it was like bright flashes yeah of the stuff going on and i was like this this makes me feel weird like it was pulling me in two different directions they should also kind of you know show you a little bit more 
So you actually know what you saw? Because I mean, yeah, because it's really fast flashes. I mean, one thing it does kind of work psychologically in this one, where you see it for a split second, and you're like, "Wait, did I just see what I thought I just saw?" Which right. works. But I think they should just put it in your face and be like, "Yeah, no, there's no questioning. This is what you're seeing." Yeah, like they could flash and, through it and you question it, and then they like focus more yeah. on what the hell you just saw. Because that scene in itself is is considered uh i think that one and the video log they're considered the the gore orgies like those are what those are called for like fans <laughs> of the movie gore orgy something like that or <laughs> it was it was ugh. but those scenes need to need to be a little bit more you know i yeah. guess elaborate yeah. i mean the video log that's exactly what it actually like looks like yeah it looks like they're killing each other in yeah. an orgy cuz they're all naked yeah and one guy is getting shit showed up his ass, so I mean, that is right. freaking weird. <laughs> yeah, but where all the bodies go? I think that's what like the bodies are is that like mush and stuff. Yeah, but like, why is there only one one full body left during the freeze? What if they sent the bodies to hell, where they would come back alive and like die all over again? I mean, I think what if so. There could have been a chance that some of the crew members got left in hell whenever the ship came back. There's a good chance that coming back through, it completely destroyed some of them, which could have been that mush. And then somehow the captain, for some reason, was able to make it through and freeze. Because it's never really, like, explained. He probably shut the power off on purpose. Because he was already in his, like, little demon form or yeah. fucking evil form. So I mean, he probably shut the power off on purpose. Yeah. And, like killed him. Like killed himself. Yeah. But like sent sent that little uh, uh, save me, or that little warning. Yeah. Um, sent that. Cut the power off. Yeah. Well, and uh, so we consider it a warning because I definitely think it's a save yourself from hell situation. It should be translated differently or, or use different words in Latin. Um, but. In that theory where he says it's free yourself from the fire, they see it as an invitation, not as a warning. Oh, and I just found one more thing that's wrong with that the uh -oh. movie. Okay. So, the government in the United States, there's a lot of smart-ass people in it, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, so they get this warning or they get this transmission from the event horizon. Yeah. They filter it out and hear these words. Yeah. Why is it that no one was able to tell that it was Latin? Yeah, it was literally that until, one lieutenant until they were on the ship. <laughs> until they were on the ship. Well, yeah. I mean, another thing really is that they all should have known who each other were before they were in space together. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yes. Well, all of them did except for one. Yeah, but I mean, Doctor Ware. But he still should have met them, like, because yes. I mean, he tries to talk to the captain before they go into stasis. But like, there should have been like a whole boardroom meeting beforehand yeah. where he met everybody on the crew. Because yeah. I know they say like. Oh, they pulled us out off of, you know, well-deserved leave. That doesn't mean that you're just thrown on and it's like, oh, well, yeah, this is the person and now you're just leaving. Like, no. yeah. it doesn't really work that way. So if it were remade, there should be like a rapport between everybody. It was like they like, kicked well in his door and was like, hey, yeah. I know you're on leave, but you're leaving right now to go to space. Yeah. So I think, you know, if it was remade, they should have like, they should have that scene where they formally meet before they go to space. Yeah. I still want to know what Dr. Ware was trying to tell the captain whenever 
he kept cutting him off and was like, go ahead and get ready for the stasis. Well, I think he says at the beginning of the, when he goes to explain everything, where he's like, I just want to say it was a great privilege to be able to travel with you guys or something like that. Right. I think. That's like, but that's after they've all woken up um, yeah. and came out. And then he was like, this is Dr. Ware, blah, blah. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. But now it's like, you know, a lot of time has passed in between. Yeah. But it kind of seemed like he was trying to warn the captain of something. In the one scene, maybe I'd have to rewatch dismissive. it. Yeah, because I don't remember what he was like. What it seemed like he was about to say, but, but uh, no, this movie is great, and I don't know what I would rate it on the scaredometer. Really, it's pretty scary. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty scary. It's a lot, definitely a lot scarier than uh, Hereditary. See, yeah, really? that's what I was thinking. I think it's way scary, like way more. Um, it's it's hard to say. It's yeah. definitely more scary yeah. than Hereditary. There, there are scarier movies out there, so I will leave it. I will give it a a decent score. Yeah. I'll give it a seven. Okay. Well, wait, no, 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 no. Because it's not that scary. It is scary because <laughs> I, 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 I'll give it a a, a six. Okay. 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 Because remember, I gave the second half of Hereditary four. The first half, no, the second half six. First half four. Yeah. Uh, no two. Um. <laughs> but so overall, Hereditary is a four, but this one, this one was a six. Hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, I, I would say if we were going off of a factor of like how gruesome it was and like sinister it was, I, then it would be higher, I guess, for yeah. me. But overall scariness, probably, I would say probably like a six and a half for it. So I'm kind of biased towards this movie because I already I love the premise so much and because I want it to be amazing. <laughs> well, hang on. This is not a how score good on is the how movie? The good, how good the movie? How is. much did it scare? How you? scary? Was how it? terrifying was it? I mean, and remember once you go too high, if something comes yes. along and it just fucking rocks your world with scariness, yeah, yeah, yeah. then it's like ah, uh, like, like so for me, huh? like pinnacle scary. Yeah. From what I can remember as a child, yeah, was probably. Um, either going to be uh, was it Wishmaster mm-hmm. or um, or Hellraiser? Like okay. those from growing up, those were pinnacle scary. Those are well, those are going to be tens. We'll eventually get to that point and see if that still stands for you. Exactly. Just like for me, The Exorcist was a ten for me. So we'll see if that stands stands. Exactly. Right. So you can't give this a ten. No, I'm not going to give it a ten. Okay. Just, just no, no, that's no. what it sounded like. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm just trying to justify the reason why I'm still giving it a decently high rating. Right. Okay. Because I do think that it does a lot of the scary stuff really well. Yeah. So, obviously, because I guess I'm kind of, I don't want to say numb to a lot of the scary stuff that happens because of how much I love horror movies. So, it's kind of hard for something to actually truly scare me. Right. Then then try to think of it as in, like, you're someone else watching it. Yeah, and that's what I have to try and do. And honestly, if I were someone else watching this, I was already extremely interested so I was invested. So then the more invested I was, the more freaky shit was when it was going down. So for me personally, I'm probably going to give it the same rating as I did Hereditary, which is an 8, but for completely different oh, okay. reasons. Because Hereditary, for me, I appreciated it for the psychological horror that was in it and the subtle horror, whereas I appreciate this one for the in-your-face scary shit that happens. Right. Okay. But they're well, both 8s for me. That makes sense. Okay, so basically what, 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 what we just heard was... 
Um, don't listen to Jace's numbers when it comes to how scary a movie is. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> listen to Jason and Brandon. Cause listen to the actual <laughs> horror buff over here, man. <laughs> yeah, but you, I'll tell you which ones are good. See, you're being you're you're letting your emotions towards the movies get in the way of how scary they actually are. <laughs> you're like, I love this movie so much, I can't give it above. I cannot give it lower than an. Eight. I considered giving it a seven. <laughs> I really did. I considered giving it a seven, but yeah, I was but like, you can't give this one a lower score than Hereditary. Exactly. So I was like, like, it has to be on par with a Hereditary, oh, but yeah. for different reasons. Well, then you scored Hereditary wrong. Yeah, that's <laughs> no. what I would say. No, because. I would say that. Because how you were saying that Hereditary was like a, a Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah. So like, think about it. When you watch a Quentin Tarantino film, you're going into a completely different experience. It's structured differently than any other film that's in the theaters at that time. Cool. So that's why this one, I, I have it as an eight, but for completely different reasons. Well, see, for me, though, a one isn't like Care Bears. A one is like, <laughs> um, it's just a horror movie like The Woman in Black. You know, like well, the first one in black, I really yeah, enjoyed. That was, so that was no, it was scary. a really good movie, but that I wouldn't say it's like, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say it's more than a three. I'd say like one was more along the lines of uh, the ginger dead man. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope we uh, never have to cover that movie. By the way, I really don't want but, to. Like, I'd say one scary would be horror rubber. movie. No. One would be rubber. Oh God! I would not <laughs> even count uh, like that the as dumbass a one. That's like, like a, but that's it's still a zero. technically a scary movie. Yeah, right. So it's it's, it's like all those other movies would be like uh, in the negatives of scary because <laughs> they're not horror movies. But this well, is like, yeah. As far as horror movie goes, how like how frightened were you during the movie? I would have seen myself actually being pretty scared whenever I was like younger watching this for sure. So I mean, like, oh yeah, this one for sure. I just don't see it for Hereditary. The thing is. I guess I just have a different appreciation for those kind of films because, like, there's something about the silence and the the anxiety that it builds. I don't know. I just like the style that it was made. So, <laughs> all right. Well, that will give um, Event Horizon mm-hmm. a scariness score okay. of six point eight three. And what was Hereditary? Uh, we'd have to listen to that. Again <laughs> to figure out what Damn it! <laughs> um, nope, it's not showing on here. Wait a minute. Right here, 17. Four, eight, five, 17 divided by 3. So it's going to be 5.3. So, I mean, as far as we know, like, Event Horizon's in the lead for Scary Movie of the you Month. You said it was 4.85? Or 5.6. Something like that. My, uh, and then my brain isn't working. Divided by 3. It was 5.67. Okay. Okay. So, Event Horizon's in the lead yes. for Scary Movie of the Month. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, we'll see if. Uh, Rightfully so. So right now, Event Horizon was like my personal pick. So I guess next time we can do one of y'all's personal picks of like, you know what, I think we want to watch this movie or something. You know what I think we should do? What? I think we should just start off with a bang and do something scary. Like? Like a terrifying movie? Like, like, like The like Terrifier? The Terrifier? <laughs> Fuck no. That, that's a movie? Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's awful. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's, it's just really gruesome. But so. let's, let's, since, since we mentioned it in this, in this one, uh, this episode, okay. let's figure out if it is still that scary for me. Let's watch Hellraiser. Hellraiser? Okay. Yeah. Like the very first one? And yeah. Sure. Okay. We can do that. So the next one will be Hellraiser. Sounds good. Cool. Cool, cool. Well... All right, I guess that's going to be it for this one. Yep, that's right. Cool. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to us argue and maybe agree sometimes about movies. (laughs) And all you cool cats and kittens. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. (laughs) 
No, we are not bringing that goddamn Carol Baskin up in here. <laughs> oh, goodness. We promise at some point we will all agree on something. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think there's it, some things in life that we all agree on. It's good not to agree with people. I mean, we're, Absolutely. Suppo- we're supposed to be diverse. Yeah. yeah. You know, they say that the greatest right in the world is the right to be wrong. And Jason, I think you have that down pat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think yeah. most of our viewers are going to agree with me on a lot of these things, but whatever. Yeah. We'll Just see. saying. We'll see. But yeah. I guess without further ado, we will let these little kids that are listening to us go to sleep. Night night. Night night from Jason. Oh, God. <laughs> he said, Uncle Jason's coming to tuck you in. <laughs> and that is a win. <laughs>